Hello and welcome to Sports View with Simon Rivacaba. I'm your host, Simon Rivacaba. It's Monday, so that means it's time for our new segment. It's episode two of Trop It Like It's Hot with Kaylee Trop. Uh, last week we had an interesting conversation on Urban Meyer, and uh, the gods must have read our, uh, or heard what we said because he was gone the very next night. Um, so we'll see what the topic is for today, and we'll go from there. Welcome, Katie Trop, and now Katie, Trop It Like It's Hot. All right. Well, thanks for having me as always. Um, Today, I wanted to switch it up a little bit um, and discuss some basketball because we have yet to discuss basketball yet. And we're we're closing out on Christmas, which is usually when people tend to start paying more attention to what's going on in basketball. Um, I pay attention to it year round, but I know this is the time of year when most people get going with it. Um, But I wanted to discuss a topic that I'm pretty sure you're going to have some thoughts on. And I wanted to discuss uh, Zion Williamson today. Um, For those that don't know, he was the 2019 number one overall pick. Uh, Not overrated at all. Definitely he was the deserving dude to go number number one. Uh, Had very, very promising NBA future. Looked like he was going to be, I wouldn't say LeBron, because it's tough to compare anybody to LeBron. But he definitely was looking to be the future of the league. Um, When he first hit the scene... Uh, the summer league in 2019, he injured his right knee. I believe it was his right knee. Um, but I know he injured one of his knees and he ended up not playing, uh, for that entire summer league, which is not really that big of a deal, but it, it, it's, it kind of is a big deal when your rookie isn't playing in the summer league. Um, and then he ended up injuring his meniscus in that preseason and ended up missing the first four months of his, um, his rookie season. Um, he did go on to play the rest of the season and it wasn't, wasn't bad at all, but he, he missed four months of the season, ended up uh, playing it all of 2020, um, except for towards the end, of course, COVID hit. And then also he ended up injuring his hand. Um, and they ended up just sitting him for the rest of the season towards the end, just because they weren't going to be, uh, making the playoffs. Now this season looked like everything was going to be great with the dude. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hear he's got right foot surgery and he's going to be missing the beginning of the season again. Um, And we keep getting delays and delays. And then a couple weeks ago, they said, oh, he's going to he's playing four on four. He's coming back. And then like a couple days later, come to find out, uh, no, he's got delays in his uh, his recovery from his injury. And uh, then it's. Start, things start coming out that he's like weighing like over 300 pounds. Um, he's falling asleep in meetings. And basically now his, he's on indefinite leave and or he's going to be out indefinitely. And we have no idea when he's going to come back. But my problem is, is like I'm looking at this and I'm kind of thinking that he's trying to find a way out of New Orleans. Um, I, I mean, it, it sucks for you that you got drafted by a place you didn't want to be, but unfortunately that's the choice he made because if he really didn't want to play for new Orleans, he could have just stayed at Duke where he was having a great uh, basketball career and maybe delayed his uh, draft to the following season. But uh, right now it's just like, it's just very weird to me to hear that a player um, is 300 pounds. Um, and I mean, when you when you're like six foot seven 300 pounds is way different but you're still 300 pounds you need to get your fat ass on the court and start working out even Charles Barkley and Shaq were making fun of him a couple weeks ago because of how fat he looked 
Um, and uh, it's just um, it's just a weird situation to me, especially for New Orleans, because they were investing a lot in this guy. Like I said, he was the future of the league. And now looking at it, it's like, is this guy even going to be in the league in the next five years? Is he going to be an impact player? And I'm wondering if maybe New Orleans needs to start thinking about possibly trading the guy and maybe capitalizing and getting something something in return for this because I'm kind of looking at this like Zion's trying to get out of there and he might not be worth the time. So so what do you think, Simon, since this is your favorite basketball team that we're talking about? Yeah, well, you know, historically we lost our number one play. Well, you know, uh, originally the Charlotte Hornets, it's the original Charlotte Hornets franchise with a with a – just a, a dumbass owner, George Shin, who everybody got out. In fact, the league took over the team. But we drafted Kobe Bryant with the eighth pick, and Kobe pretty much made it clear he wasn't going to sign and play there. So they went ahead and traded for, you know, Vladi Divac uh, at that time and made Kobe a Laker uh, with this draft pick. Now, when he got drafted, somebody pointed out something to me that if you look at the draft patterns, every number one pick in every sixth, every sixth year – Going back uh, four or five drafts, and I'd have to see uh, if, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to save it maybe for Friday. I'll look it up in between. Obviously, I don't know. As I said, I don't know the topic, um, and I didn't prepare for it. But uh, it was like going back, uh, when you take the number one draft pick, now he wasn't telling me Zion was going to be a bust, but every every sixth year he was showing me how that number one pick was, it like Michael Ola one candy and uh, – um, I forgot who else on the list, but he showed me you know, every six years. So he says, I don't want to worry you, but there's something about this six-year pattern of the number one picks not, not panning out. But, yeah, when I hear the rumors, do all that, he just can't stay healthy. He had the, the great rookie year where he came in late, and he actually challenged for the rookie of the year. Uh, John Morant uh, had been dominating up until then, and and, I, and, and rightfully so that John got the uh, rookie of the year because he had a consistent season from start to finish. Work, uh, when Zion came on, he had, he had a great rookie year, but from the but but missing those first few months, so uh, it was I think uh, it was legit that that job won it and it, and it was justified. Um, but yeah, he just uh, it, and in the blood, I'm I'm one of the ones that's sort of fed up with because at some point you got to move on and you have to have a team and play with with who you're with who you got. And at this point, the longer you wait, the the less that what you could get in return for him will be especially with all these rumors and when he tries out, you know, and then he's got a, you know, now they have the thing goes back to a pace baseball trade that happened years ago with, uh, I think between the white Sox and the, and the blue Jays that the, uh, the, the blue Jays sent the white Sox a pitcher that they knew his career was over because of his injury, but they hit it good. And it was one of those buyer beware type of things. And I remember them saying from now on, I'm sure teams are going to start, uh, including in the contract that he must pass a physical before the deals a go, and and that's sure enough what has happened throughout sports. But um, so um, you know, at this point, uh, with all the rumors, I'm sure any team's going to want him to get a physical. He's going to get a max return. I just hope he doesn't hold uh, too many players today. Hold hold a team hostage, where now it's not good enough that they want out of their current situation. But now they give a list. Uh, these are the teams I want to play for and trade me to one of these teams. Well. If I'm a GM, I'm going to say, fuck you. That's, I'm going to go with the best. Whoever gets me the best deal for you is, is who you're going to go to. You're not going to tell me. First, first you demand a trade. That's fine. I'll honor that. But then don't tell me who you're going to be traded to and, and for what package and stuff. I'll, I'll make the package deal that'll that'll send you out to wherever I send you. 
Um, that, yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. I agree. So, uh, so depending on his agent and all that, and then the, and I've heard those rumors too that he he's unhappy, doesn't like it. But then, uh, had he been winning and and doing well, they had that good year with uh, they went to the playoffs. They gave uh, they went five games with Golden State, but they they gave them um, gave them all the, all they could handle on one of the years that that Golden State won it, and then they looked like the promising up and coming team. And it looked like, you know, now they're getting the pieces together to start making a run and, and it's been disappointing. Um, so, uh, at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm as a fan of, of the Pelicans. Um, I think, I, I think you just cut your losses now, um, trade him. And then if he wants to suddenly be a dominant player elsewhere, then we'll see that, you know, he just kind of, that, that just will be a testament to his character or lack of character. If suddenly he's playing, you know, super good and, and is dominating with another team and helping them, you know, with a playoff run or championship run. So, um, yeah, no, we, we need, we need production on the team. Um, and we're a struggling team. And you would think, you know, if he care, if he cared about the team and he, and he, if he was healthy, I just don't know. They have the surgery and they, and they have, it just seems one thing after another and he just can't stay healthy. They had this foot surgery that was going to be minor and he, he'd be fine for the start of the season. Then he wasn't fine. And, it's just it's just been a big mess. It almost seems, I know. I I hope they didn't mess up the surgery, and that that's not that's not the issue. And that you know, because I do want him to have a good a good career and everything for for as dominant as he is. I remember that that D League game, his his opener. He had Floyd Mayweather, all these superstars, Drake, and all those that were at the game. And I remember ESPN, and he, and then they 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 televised. They made it that they made the Pelicans television schedule where they're like, they're on like just about all the time, even during the uh, COVID breakdown, like they, they were always showing Pelicans games. Um, and I was like, you know, they're, they're kind of putting too much. Uh, they're, they're kind of feeding the hype train too much and not letting him develop by giving him so much exposure and calling him this and calling him the next, you know, whatever. Uh, so that that's yeah, also part I of think, it. I, I think, yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's part of the problem too, is that, he was already starting to get built up when he was at AAU before he signed with the Duke. So he was already kind of hyped up and everything. But when he was at Duke, he at least, you know, lived up to that hype. And then he started to live up to the hype. Um, once he, he finally debuted with the Pelicans, you're right. They ended up uh, taking the Warriors uh, to the to the brink in that, that playoff series. Um, then when the bubble happened, the only reason why he was they really sat him is because they, they kind of were just out of contention at that point. So it didn't really matter. Um, but it's just like I kind of start to feel like he feels like he's too big for the team now. And it's just like, dude, you're not even like working when you're when you're like 300 pounds and you're you're not working out like what are you doing? And I just I kind of look at this like I feel like the Pelicans do have to make a move just because you don't want it to end up like how Ben Simmons is with the 76ers right now, just sitting there uh, taking up space and they can't even trade him for anybody because he's got all his stupid little demands. And then then other teams don't want to trade for him. And that would be a problem. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree that they should probably just pull the trigger sooner rather than later because at least, you know, right now it looks like, I mean, it's still early in the season, but the Pelicans are a horrible team right now. So, I mean, they should be getting a lottery pick next year. So if you get rid of, if you trade away Zion, maybe you could have two really good picks next year or trade Zion for like another player and some picks or something like that. But you don't want it to end up be, being a situation where it lingers too long because then you're also right too. I mean, looking at his, his injuries throughout his entire career, even at AAU, I think was like the first time he hurt his knee. 
um, he's injury prone. So you kind of need to, I, I think, pull the trigger now uh, rather than later because then 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 shit's going to hit the fan and they're going to get nothing in return. Yeah, and then you know, he, and then he became a you know, it was uh, he blew up his shoe at Duke, at that Duke game, and a lot of people got him on that. But then when you look at the scouting reporter on what he needed to work on in the pros, he hasn't really developed any of those. Uh, you know, he he's exactly. good defense. He doesn't he, even. You know. I just found out he just now got like a, a personal trainer, and I just mm-hmm. find that weird because I'm like, dude, your whole like career now is your body. And I'm not saying you have to be the most perfectly in shape person. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not like an Adonis. He just knows what he needs to do to continue his game. And it's like, I kind of would feel like if you're like that number one overall dude, kind of like Kobe, like Kobe was so driven. I can't, I can't not see Kobe Bryant not having a trainer. You know what I mean? And so like to hear that Zion just now is getting a personal trainer, like his third season in, I'm like, dude, how are you not training to be the best when you're you're at Duke, you know. Yeah, no, and, and like Kobe was going, Kobe those first those first two years, he didn't even get a playing time because Del Harris uh, didn't want to show favoritism or whatever. But people, um, uh, I forget that guy's the guy that faked the ball when that played for Orlando and then later played for him. He did like a ball oh, fake yeah, and Kobe didn't yeah. even finish. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. But the he name has now. A, he has his own podcast now too, and uh, along with uh, um, one of those guys that was in the riot thing, played for Indiana, Jackson. Yeah. Lamar, uh, but then, uh, oh I, man, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so he, yeah, but he said, um, yeah, but he said, man, he he played Matt at, Barnes. He, Matt Barnes. Yeah, Matt Barnes. So Matt Barnes played at UCLA, and he used to see Kobe just show up on the court at UCLA to practice. And he said, even when he had a broken hand, he had a broken right hand one season worked left-handed all the whole injury. And then when he was, um, he was back at playing the next season, they're like, Holy shit, he's shooting left-handed. And then, and Matt was trying to tell people, no, no, this, this guy was working on all that the whole time he was injured with his right hand. So it, it's not a surprise to me because he, yeah, and he was like, why he would see Kobe working so hard. I'm like, why is this guy not getting any playing time? Like, man, he's just, he's working his ass off. He's good. And all that. But then um, you don't, and then he even said about Simmons, he, he gave him the advice, work on your jump shot, work on your game. You're going to regret it if you don't develop your, your jump shot. And Zion hasn't developed a jump shot. Never, you know, they, they, I think they were asking too much by maybe hoping he'd get, he'd get a three-point shot. But, uh, you know, it's just if he's not slamming it down, it's like it's, it's, you're holding your breath when he shoots a, an outside shot and it, from the perimeter. Cause he hasn't really developed all that. Like he, it doesn't look like he works on his game. He's just this monster figure. He'll slam dunk and he'll create some ESPN highlights and he'll, and he's a pretty good defender. You know, he'll, he'll get some blocks in, but his speed and his jumps, his shooting abilities, all that stuff that, that they were wanting him to see work on and develop in the pros and thought that he would, he hasn't done it. He hasn't, he doesn't have that work ethic. Um, it's not even too much to ask. You're not even asking about the Mamba mentality or or to work as hard as as Kobe as Kobe. Uh, Jim Rome says, you know, sometimes he would come out, he would see Kobe even have one drink, and you would never see Kobe drink. But if he had even one drink, he was still leaving because he was still going to wake up at, at four in the morning, five in the morning the next day. That was just his routine and his pattern. Um, someone like that, like you, you know, you're you're not even asking maybe even uh, like a percentage of 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 what Kobe used to work. You know. You're not telling him, you know, eat, sleep, and shit this whole this whole career, but but work hard. You know, have a personal trainer, have a routine where you're you're training and you're working out. Because the off season is the developmental season. Because once the game started, I mean, you're pretty much from what I hear, you're on the road 
you, you don't practice as much, um, but you get it, you know, you, you, it's kind of on your own here now. And you're not, you're not in college where the coach is going to say practice at this time or be in the weight room at the, or that time and shoot around here. You know, uh, that's pretty much on you. So when you show up for the games, whatever work you've done. Um, I remember uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets back in, they took a, they took a trip to, um, to Tahoe. They had played Sacramento and then they had about two or three days before they played Golden State, and uh, Dan Issel was their coach. He brought. And I remember seeing uh, Robert Pack. I opened up the the gym at at, five, at six a.m. and at five thirty when I got there to get everything set up. Robert Pack was already waiting, you know, because it was just his routine. It's embedded in him, you know. This is what I do. This is what time I work out, and uh, and I, I was like impressed by by Robert Pack back then. That like, man, this guy's just he just has it in him. This is what he does. You know, you're on vacation in Tahoe a few days, but you still get up in the morning and still do your workouts. You still. You, you still do what, whatever you're used to doing, just wherever, whatever city you happen to be at, you find a gym, you find someplace. So, so it just seems like Zion might be on these trips and just staying in the hotel and doing whatever, not really interested in hitting the gym or, or all that, or just wh wherever he's rehabbing at. Um, so it, it, it's just difficult. It's, it's a disappointment. It would be a disappointment, but uh, for me, I think because of the draft picks we're going to get, get a lottery picked in there, but, we have so much of a young team. I think even if we get some nice veterans, like fifth or sixth year type veterans that, that can kind of be the leaders of this team, uh, that would also be part uh, of a good package for, for Zion. And then, and then add more, more youngsters to the team uh, beyond that. But um, you know, and every uh, you know, the, 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 the best teams that I, that I've played on um, yeah, and this even city leagues, they're not even the most talented, but they're the ones that, we you play together the longest so the quicker you can get a team in there and and then develop some chemistry between the players that you have on your roster um and then have a full preseason and stuff where, where you get to know each other's tendencies and, and 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 the players can communicate with each other without even saying a word um in order to develop that kind of a team i i think the quicker you make a move for zion and then and then get away from those wonders what what's good what you know what's going to happen with him and then just well they can worry about that elsewhere where whatever city he gets traded to and we can just focus on the development there i mean because i mean the they the, we're not having a good season but but we're playing competitive this year we even beat the bucks and it seems to be the pelicans are in the games for like a half or into the deep into the third quarter maybe start of the fourth quarter we just don't have the depth or the i think the talent some that's why i'm thinking some experienced players that that know how to how to finish games in the fourth quarter and stuff because we played close enough we even beat the bucks the other day um and I, we had another uh last second which like the oklahoma the oklahoma city game with that 94 foot uh, shot at with one second left but but then the, the oklahoma city isn't that good either but but yeah, i mean we've we've played well we play tough uh we're losing but but we're competitive there um in, in a lot of these games and it's just we don't have that one player that's that's dominating that can take over when it's crunch time and if zion's going to be that player i just don't think it's going to be with the pelicans and, and it should be time to move on with him from him and it, and it's disappointing from a pelicans fan but but you hope he, he you know he he revives his career elsewhere and that we get a good package deal um you know for, in order uh for for him uh so uh that that's where I'm at with that. I'm, I'm almost, almost fed up with it. Just kind of like, is he going to play or not play? I mean, I, we need to, you know, we need to know, and we don't, we don't have any answers, just, just, just rumors and setbacks. And so, yeah, but I agree with you. It's, it's just, it's disappointing that uh, he was supposed to be the next superstar and, and, and he's falling further and further from that. 
Well, and, it, and it's his own fault, too. That's that's what's most annoying. It's not like it's the team's fault because all they do is, you know, look at who they need to draft. And everybody, whoever had the number one pick that year was taking Zion. And as you should, because that's what type of player he was. But it's just really sad to hear that someone with that kind of talent who could actually take over the league and be the next big thing uh, is not even trying, is what it sounds like to me. And it just sucks to hear that people – I mean, it happens all the time in sports – uh, great athletes blow blow their chances that they're given. Um, a lot of them don't realize all the work that goes into it. But I, I mean, you know, LeBron James is not built overnight. That dude still, still every every off season he works on a weakness that he feels he needs to work on, and that dude is already a Hall of Fame player. So to me, just to see that uh, that a guy is not trying to take advantage of this great opportunity he's being given, it's just it's just sad to see. Yeah, and it could be too little, too late if he if he realizes. I mean, Jamarcus Russell, he had all that uh, uh, trouble, and when he tried to get in shape, and he he had Jeff Garcia, he went to his camp or something, and he went to another camp in Atlanta. He got himself in tremendous shape and was trying to see, but no team no team would even give him a tryout even then. I mean, they did an ESPN special on where is he now, and he was trying to get back in the league, and he was finally in shape, and he and he was saying all the right things about you know his development now and. And what he what he was missing uh, when when he had the shot at his career, but by that time nobody believed the word he said, and they, they just weren't going to give him a shot. Um, he blew all that money, he blew all that talent. And with Zion, if if it's a thing of like, hey, I I know I, I was stupid and and this and that, but now I'm getting it getting it right. Well, the league doesn't wait for you, so I mean he he's going to have to realize that sooner rather than later because it's going to be too it's late. It's not waiting for a player like him either, because now it's a three point league, and now it's all about scoring. And he was more of a in the paint down low type of dude. And if he keeps waiting, you're right, the league don't wait for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's a. Uh... Uh, that's a tough one. And then, like I said, as a Pelicans fan, just to know we could have some talent out there on the court uh, in exchange for him. Um, I would definitely take that from a, from an unproductive uh, player. It's almost, you know, uh, rooting for the Panthers. The, much of the talk is what do we do with Christian McCaffrey? You know, do we trade him? Cause he, you know, we love him on the team and he's great when he's healthy, but he, he can't stay healthy. He's just injury prone. And exactly. we've had a lot of losses with that. And it's, an, it, it's it, at first you're like, your initial thought is no way. Who the hell are you? Like, what what kind of an idea is that? But then you think about it, and you're like, wait, you know, you're 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 right. I mean, he what is he what is he providing for the team? I mean, he, he he's exciting when he's there, and he gives us great opportunities. But he hasn't had a full healthy season um, in his career. And then you're just like, you know, as a fan of of any team like that that has a player with so much talent that just can't stay on the field. I mean, you know, are you happy to have them? And when they are healthy and then, oh, whatever that you were able to provide for the season. No, I, I think there's no consistency there for the entire season. So it would be uh, an idea to to get rid of, you know, to cut your losses and, and get somebody that, that's going to be consistent and be on consistently on the field. And then that's uh, with basketball, the same thing. You're even and you're talking less players. You're talking about five, not 11 on the court on the field. So. Um, you know, you got one person that that's holding up the team and also bringing so much negative publicity to the team because of what's going on um, that 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 puts so much pressure on the teammates and everything when they keep getting asked about him and all that. And they don't know I mean, they can't. Answer. The only ones that can answer the questions is the actual player. But they're but everybody else is always fielding questions about him. Um, so it's it just, you know, I think the the, the less. Uh, um, um, 
what, what the obstacles there on the team and distractions. Um, I, I think the, the better that the team can just flow with their chemistry. And uh, yeah, I think it's time to start considering just, you know what, let's just get rid of this headache and, and not have this, this whole thing any anymore and have a player that's actually productive producing for the team instead of somebody that's just making headlines in, in for the wrong reasons. Couldn't agree with you more. Yep. All right. Well, everybody, we got we got NFL today. Uh, Cleveland and Oakland, uh, Oakland and Las Vegas uh, about to kick <laughs> off at two, and then tonight's uh, the original the the Monday night uh, game. Um, and I think you pulled further ahead. I even haven't even looked. I uh, haven't even added up the uh, results. I'm pretty sure I pulled like three games yeah. ahead. I know it was two for sure, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I pulled like three games ahead. So I know I, was, I don't know uh, what you're gonna do, Simon. Yeah, but you've only know. got a couple more weeks to catch up. Yeah, this one this one was tough. I just kept uh, my my son was at a bowling tournament, but uh, they were actually showing the Panthers and Bills game on the on the on that TV that was by the. So I was watching that, but. And keeping an eye on the scores, but I, I, I honestly didn't. I haven't sat down to kind of let the dust settle. Plus, with holiday shopping, all that stuff, um, uh, it's just been, um, it's been a little busy. I've had other stuff going on than fixing my furnace and and all that stuff. So it's just been, uh, yeah, hasn't been the the most smooth uh, weeks here. But uh, but uh, I'll I'll get caught up on all that. But I I know the games that I uh, we disagreed on. It seemed like they went your way, so it was like okay. I think uh, I think uh, I might be. Uh, I I can't throw in the towel because yeah, unfortunately you, you you have to go till till the end. But I'll I'll, uh, I'll throw some things out there. Maybe week seventeen there'll be some upsets with teams that sit down there. There I mean week eighteen actually this year for the seventeenth game. But we'll see. Yeah. I'll have a four with three games to catch up. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I think yeah I'm I'm just falling behind more. Um, but uh. But we'll see. But KDA, thanks a lot for once again. This is episode two of Trop It Like It's Hot, uh, the new segment for Mondays. Uh, I'll be releasing this uh, as soon as possible, and you all will, will get a, a shot. And eventually, I think we're going to go Facebook Live at some point, or YouTube Live, and, and, and possibly Facebook Live at the same time, too, and get more a bigger audience when it's actually happening. Uh, right now, I'm just releasing these uh, once once they're they're done. But uh, but we'll see. So stay tuned for all that, and uh, and we'll be back for Friday, or Christmas Eve, uh, um, head to head, since the season doesn't stop. It, it's you know it's all days, and we have football every day this week except for Wednesday. So because uh, week uh, week sixteen starts uh, starts up Thursday after Tuesday's game. So enjoy the games today. Tomorrow we get one day off, and then we're into week uh, week sixteen. So um, exciting time for football and basketball again. It's it's going to heat up like you said, around Christmas time and also a, a college basketball with the conference uh, after the, the winter break, they start with their conference schedule and then that starts heating up leading up to March Madness. So, so basketball is just around the corner where it's here, but it's, it's around the corner from drawing the interest that it draws uh, as football winds down, winds down, they start looking at basketball. And then right now it's, it's, it's starting to be, you know, around the all-star break is when people pay attention more to the, to the season. And that's just the way it goes. But, uh, um, but yeah, so we look forward to, you know, it's, it's, it's never going to stop, you know, we're always going to have sports to talk about. So, uh, so I appreciate your time, Katie and just Katie drops a uh, drop it like it's hot episode two. We'll see you uh, next week. We'll see you Friday for the head to head and then we'll see you next week for next week's episode. All right, man. Thanks for having me as always. All see right. you later this week. All right. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Well, that's episode two of Trop It Like It's Hot. 
uh, on Sports View with Simon Rukaba. So enjoy the show. We'll see you. Um, I'll do a Tuesday morning quarterback show. Uh, well, shoot, well, now it'll be Wednesday. I'll just save it for Wednesday. On Wednesday, I'll do the midweek slash. Uh, uh, we'll do a Wednesday morning quarterback s- series where I'll go over the uh, week week fifteen games since uh, we had the uh, we're having this extension due to COVID. Everybody be safe out there. Enjoy your holiday shopping and the holiday seasons. We'll see you Christmas. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday, and then we'll see you Christmas Eve, Friday for head-to-head. For Sports View, this is Simon Rukaba checking out. Till next time.